Hey guys, welcome back to Imperium Goddess Diaries. I've got something a little bit different today. I put on my Instagram a couple of weeks ago how I actually want to start bringing people on the show and I just want to kind of just talk to some little bit of people out there in the real world about the shit that they've been through, about anything inspiring that they have. And I really want to touch on things like alchemy, which is things that I talk about a lot and energetic alchemy, using the shadow self, using your darkness and fueling that in your light. So one of the people that replied to my story was my beautiful friend, Brooke. Uh, we've been friends for about five years now. We've known each other from way back. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I know. And um, she has a really beautiful story to tell you guys. And this is kind of like for the everyday person who just doesn't think that they can get out of it. Now, a lot of the times we hear a lot of inspirational stories from here, there and everywhere. And a lot of the times we may not even feel that we can connect with that. But what I want to do, and especially what Brooke is going to do with us today, is just go, hey, this is this is what I've been through. This is what I got to, and this is how I got out of it. And a lot of the times, the things that she would have been through is probably what other people have been through as well. So, Brooke, hello, welcome to the show. Um, just give us a little bit of a rundown about yourself, um, things that you want to tell, things you want to tell us, um, and we'd love to hear it. um okay so a little bit about myself um as you would know I do love going to the gym I am a big gym girl do love getting up early in the morning I'm a big morning person um nearly 30 (laughs) very soon so next month hey no it's in two weeks oh it's in two weeks oh yeah (laughs) I knew she was a Pisces but yeah yeah, so um, we're talking today a little bit about how that started, how um, I got out of a dark place and mm-hmm. started running and meeting people that inspired me and, yeah. So it was really interesting because, you know, I've been friends with Brooke for quite a some time now, so I have seen a fair few versions of her um, and as she's seen a fair few versions of myself because – you know, let's face it, we don't all, we're not all the same. If you are still the same, if you're never evolving, um, then there's nothing to be expected of you. And there's a a big chance you're going to still lose people regardless. And I did make a post about a while ago, you're going to lose people when you're evolving as well. So you're going to lose people anyway. Mm -hmm. But what I wanted to share with everyone today is the, the point that you got to. So you got yourself in a dark place a while ago. And I think this may be, Correct me if I'm wrong, maybe like three or four years ago? Yeah. Was it twenty twenty? Maybe. Oh no, it was after that. It was around it was around twenty twenty two, which was the worst. Yeah. yeah. And obviously, as you know, it was after a very dark, toxic relationship. Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was that was not good. Yeah. 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 And um you went like you going going into a dark place, going into where you were. Mm-hmm. And then this was after the relationship, so you went you went right in. Mm-hmm. And tell us a little bit about that. Um, so basically, <clears throat> I was living by myself at the time, so it didn't really help. Um, but I basically didn't really – I basically had to pick myself back up um, mm. because of that relationship that I was being cheated on, I was being gaslit, it was just toxic. And it was con- continuously breaking up, getting back together, breaking up, getting back together. Um, it was also always on me. So <clears throat> so I was always the one 
that was the reason why and you start to really like hate yourself and you start to really like go down a hole where you're blaming yourself for literally everything so that's kind of like every time we were broken up I would kind of you know blame myself and everything is my fault and I would get into that dark hole Mm -hmm. and I would reach out to people and be like what are you doing do you want to go out drinking do you want to do this do you want to do that and that's where I kind of narrow it like just yeah I wasn't good and I was avoiding work I was the only thing I really did was go to the gym um but it was barely a workout um I avoided work I avoided hanging out with people unless there was alcohol involved yeah you probably would have remembered that yeah 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 (laughs) yeah Yeah. um if there if yeah if it was sober I didn't want to do it um yeah 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 that's that's quite interesting because like I do remember that personally but I think from you know everyone else's perspective is what did it feel like every time you were doing something sober or was Mm. that not even something that was an option for you It was very sad and I didn't have my mind, like my mind was just elsewhere. So I couldn't be in the moment. So anything I, yeah, anything I did, like if I was hanging around with friends, I just, I didn't want to be there because there's just other things in my mind. Mm. I was not concentrating on the moment. I like, it was just not filling a hole for me. Yeah, right. Um, So yeah, yeah, I was just very absent and I mean, I would try to, I would get invited to, you know, things during the day, but I would yeah. just try it and be like, no, nah, I just want to go home. I just want to be at home with my dog. I don't want to do anything right now. Yeah. Or I'd be like, can we start drinking? Like, can I go get some yeah. alcohol? Yeah, 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 yeah. So you kind of, yeah, so you were falling into this sort of like um, trap or like way of being where like alcohol mm. was a way that you can escape, which is, mm. I dare say, a lot of people can relate to, mm. you know, alcohol is is a way out but it's mm-hmm. not a way in and it's a way out of your mind but it's not really because your mind still chases yeah. you afterwards. Yeah. And, you know, because I think you like, do, I do remember these moments but I also, yeah. you know, in your mind like you kept you kept at it mm. for some time. Mm-hmm. And how long were you doing this for? Like how, how long do you think that this period of your life was for and how bad did it actually get? Well, it got to the stage where... I think that when I snapped out of it, because it was going on for maybe six months to a year maybe, mm-hmm. um, the point where I wanted to snap out of it, there was one morning there where I, well, no, it was a, well, it was at night time and I reached out to a friend and it was a guy friend and I was like, do you want to drink? Do you want to do this? You know, um, and, yeah, and, it got to five o'clock in the morning and I was like, I need to drive home. And I was, my brain was fried. Yeah. <laughs> I was so awake um, and I was driving home bawling my eyes out because I was like, I'm yeah. so depressed and oh, I wow. literally didn't want to be alive. And yeah. um, it got to the point, yeah, like I had to talk myself out of it, but it was just, it was sad and I got home and you know my dog was waiting for me and I was just like I need to stop doing this um yeah and that was kind of it for me um like there had been times where you know like I'd always drive home at four or five in the morning obviously I shouldn't be driving yeah and and I'm crying but this time was the worst because I was I realized I took a step back and I was like this is not okay 
Yeah. Like, yeah, okay, you were dying to drink. Like, you really wanted to drink. You really wanted to get yourself out of that mindset at the time. But it was so temporary. Mm-hmm. And then as soon as it started wearing off, you felt worse. Yeah. So it was like, you just need to stop doing this. Yeah. Yeah. And that's kind of what made me snap. And I was like, I need to start making new friends. I need to get out of this rut. This is not doing anything for me. It's not making me feel any better. It's making me feel worse. Yeah. Yeah. And so it was... Yeah, it was so, like you said, it was in that moment that you were like, I'm actually scared. Mm, yeah. To yeah. be around myself. Yeah. Because that's what alcohol does, right? You know, yeah. or, or substances in general. It's like mm-hmm. such a quick high, then it's mm. such a steep collapse. Oh, yeah. And, you know, that that's a really scary, scary place to be mm-hmm. if you, you know, if you're feeling it, because there's been many ways that you would have been subsiding all of your emotions as well. Yeah. And tell us a little bit more about your environment. Tell us a little bit more about what you were surrounding yourself with. Um, so I was basically, a lot of my friends are, were in relationships at the time or have kids. So I was, I had a lot of, I have a lot of male friends. Mm-hmm. So I was reaching out to just male friends because, you know, guys love drinking you know yeah so they're down to party with a hot girl like (laughs) yeah um so I was just yeah I was reaching out to anyone and I realized I was like it was sad because I took like I looked at myself and I was like you would not hang out with this person if you were sober like yeah damn damn that's how bad it was and not saying I was like sleeping with these people but I was wanting like I was just really wanted someone to party with me Yes. And I was yes. that desperate to not be sober that I was reaching out to people that I would not normally hang out with or even talk to or even associate with. And, um, yeah, so I forgot what the question was. <laughs> I, was I think I asked you, what were you, what were you surrounding yourself with? Oh, yeah. yeah. So yeah. it got to one night there when I was with one of my friends and obviously I'm in, I was in the country at the time and – we were waiting for something to be delivered and go to some random's house, this old dodgy house. So sketchy. (laughs) So sketchy. (laughs) And there was just dogs tied up everywhere on chains. It was dirty. We were sitting out the back with no light. And it was like, you know, like those old like kick-on tables? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> in the middle of winter I was freezing and I actually I was I sat there for an hour and I was like I'm not doing this I'm going home so yeah I really while I was sitting there I realized I was like this is like something you would do when you're like 14 15 yeah. like go to parties and stuff but it was like four just full-grown men sitting at this table in not a, even speaking in a den <laughs> Oh, the energy is so low. I so, was like, yeah, so that's when I was like, this invite, like, this is not you. You're so much better than this. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, it's, you know, like, they have a place, but it's not, you know, it's not a safe environment. Mm. Like, obviously, apart from that fact that you're a woman, but just for your, for your own sanity and for your own self. But you said, you mentioned before that you let go of some friendships yeah. because, of, because of the state of being that you were in. and. Yeah. I think what were those friendships offering to you at the time? 
Well, these were actually female friends, but so these were friendships that I held on to since high school. Okay. So as me and you have discussed before, we held on to a lot of friendships because it was such a long period of time. You yeah. know, you try so hard to make it work. Yeah. But yeah. Um, it, I actually let go of those friendships when I when I, you know, stopped drinking mm-hmm. and I started actually wanting to spend weekends being sober and okay. being healthy. Okay. So, yeah, so those are the friendships that I let go of because they started to, you know, run me into the ground because I wanted to be that boring person and I wanted to get up early and do a run or go to the beach and, you know, like I didn't want to be hungover. And, like, I was just... Yeah, I was just at a party and someone was like, how was your morning run? You're up before me. Gosh, every morning you're up at the gym. So it was just really toxic, negative energy. So I just, yeah, yeah that really was. bringing you back down to, I feel like shit about it because I didn't get up for a run, so I'm going to make her feel like shit about yeah. it. And I dare say yeah. a lot of people have felt that way before when they're making, trying yeah. to make positive changes. Yeah. But in like an environment where it's just, hard to blossom basically yeah Yeah. so that yeah I just got to the point where I was like these people are not bringing any positive energy into my life yeah Um, so with the the moment that you were driving home at 5 a.m and you were like I don't want to be here mm. the moment that you were at a crack den in the middle of the country (laughs) I don't do crack actually not like (laughs) not but I'm just really painting I'm painting the best picture and then moments that you were at events with people and you were trying to make good good changes mm-hmm. and you felt like you were being tied down. What, if you put those moments all together, what's the shift that you felt? Where's that, like that pivotal, like I'm fucking doing this and I'm yeah. letting everything else go. I'm noticing what's going to be the best for me. Yeah. Because those are all very, you know, it's a low vibrational environment for yeah. you. Where did you start finding the courage and mm. the inspiration within to go, hey, I actually want to make a change? Well, my change started when um, obviously I come across Megaran um, and I I was really sad one night and I was at home by myself and I wanted to go out drinking again and I snapped myself out of it and I was like, you know what, I'm going to go drive to the Gold Coast by myself and do a run. And I had been following these people on Instagram for a while because mm. – um, when I told myself I was going to snap myself out of it, I unfollowed people that drink, go out, go clubbing. I unfollowed all of those that's people. So, that's so awesome. Because I was like, if I'm seeing that, that's what's going to be in my head. Like I need to start following people that inspire me, that, you know, are yeah. doing good in their life. And would you say that like you got FOMO in the morning when you looked at people's like events? Mm. Yeah. See, I don't get that anymore. But yeah, back, no then, way. <laughs> back then I would have. Yeah. So, yeah, so I was just – I was like, you know what, I'm just going to do it. And I was so petrified, let me tell you. I was so nervous and scared and I rocked up to the Gold Coast by myself. Mind you, hour and a half drive and I rocked up to the Gold so Coast. So there's like Ip- Ipswich area, by the way. <laughs> so <laughs> if you're from Queensland, you know it's a little bit yeah. the other side. Yeah. And I was just, oh, I just ripped the Band-Aid off. Hey, I was so scared. Um, had so much caffeine in me and I was like, I'm just going to do it. And so that morning I met so many friendly people that I don't know if you've been to a run club before, but everyone's just so like energetic Everyone's and very, friendly. very high vibe. 
and just beautiful people. And I've just met, yeah, some beautiful people that just like, they don't always just talk about running, but they're just happy to be there and just be around friends. And we literally, like, I didn't even really run. I barely ran, but we run past two girls hungover from the night before. Like, mind you, we're running past, walking past the run club doing the walk yeah. of shame. Damn. Yeah, it's funny. The difference in worlds. Yeah. That could have been you. Yeah, I know. I know, right? Yeah. So after my run, I felt so good about myself because I was like, a lot of the people I know wouldn't even be awake right now. And I've just awake. done a run. Like, I only, I only run like 3K, but I was like, I just done a half walk run and I'm around mm. all these people. We're at the beach. I feel so good about myself. Yeah. And I was just like, that's when I kind of was just, you know what, this is what's for me. This is what's actually going to bring me out of this. I need to keep doing this. Yeah. Because I was more happy after I did that run than I was after a night out drinking. Yeah, nice. And I actually felt good. So that's kind of when I did the switch and I was just like, I need to, you know, anyone that's not going to make me feel good about what makes me feel good. I need to get rid of them in my life. I love that. Yeah. yeah. Anyone's not going to support you and feeling good. Yeah. 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 And so that initial push to go to the, to the run club mm. was scary. So scary. Was I have so there, much anxiety as it is. Was the initial, sorry, my dog's coming. <laughs> I thought that was Nathan. <laughs> Excuse me. It just opens the door. He's good boy. Are you a human? He's a human. <laughs> As we were. Um, so you mentioned that it was hard to start off doing it. Mm. Was it hard was it hard to continue? Yes. Um, so there was some nights there where I thought about like I obviously I've reached out to so many people in the past about heading out drinking and people would try and message me and get me to come out. Oh, so it's like the same people yeah. who used to hit up were hitting you up. Yeah. And I would literally, I would say to them, I'm like, no, I'm doing mega run in the morning. And they're like, I'm wow, like, nice. i got to get up at four in the morning. And they're like, what? That's so gay. I'm like, no, it's not. It's great. Imagine <laughs> that. It's so gay, like just doing what you want to do. <laughs> yeah. Um, I was very, very keen on this conversation. So, yeah. So much negative feedback from those people because I wanted to do that. But... I, yeah, I just didn't let it, I didn't let that get me down because I knew deep down that they just felt guilty because they weren't doing it. And so you were aware of that pretty, pretty early on. Yeah. You're, you're aware very, very soon enough that yeah. every single thing that they said to you, Brett, bring you down. Yeah. You were like, I'm not going to let this, let them bring me down. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's amazing. Like because, you're just trying to make yourself feel better. Yeah. Yeah. But it's amazing that you actually picked that up so quickly mm. instead of letting the outside influence you because a lot of people will go back into old habits because they're missing out on the fun or they don't want to look lame or they want to like you know fit in with everybody Mm. and that so when you when you break it down to all those kind of three factors Mm. how much of that really mattered to you after I started feeling good about myself I actually didn't care yeah and I had people actually reply to my stories Different people, people I've never even spoken to before. Like they follow me or I've followed them and I've never, never spoken to them before. Yeah. And they were like, oh, my God, this is so good. I want to do this. 
Yeah. And I was like, oh my God, I'm inspiring people to do this. Yes. So uh, I was like, this yeah. is the kind of people I need to be hanging around. Yeah. And Not- it's and it's about like you're making really like small changes in you mm. that r- ripples out to a lot of other people. There is like the it's amazing the amount of things that you can do by inspiring like mm. one little person because it just yeah. filters out to so many other aspects of other people's lives as well. Yeah. And so the trans the transition phase between both was there like moments of lapse? No, not really. Or were you were you gun ho? You're like, you know what? I'm done with this, yeah. and I'm doing this. Yeah. Well, there would be some occasions where I couldn't go on a run on a Sunday morning because there'd be like a birthday or an event or mm-hmm. something like that. But there was a good consistent, like probably four or five months, where I went every single Sunday. And I would go to events if there was something on the Saturday night, I would go there and not drink. Nice. I got like, I had went to family events and I'd have two drinks and then I'd leave and go home. And mom, even my mum was like, she's going on a run in the morning. She's got to go home. She's going home now. (laughs) That's good that she supported you in that. Yeah, that's what you need. Who did you have that supported you? Um, Definitely my family, um, you. <laughs> a few friends from like the gym and stuff like that. I even got some friends running with me that they never would have thought they would have done. So that's so nice. Yeah, that's and such a beautiful community. The people feeling. that never supported me, if they stopped reaching out to me, I just stopped reaching out to them, and they're basically in the past. So, so has have you brought anyone in from your past, or are they all still there? They're still there, and they still doing the same thing. Yeah, well, I've unfollowed them all. Like. Yeah, on all social media and everything like yeah. that. I don't reach out to them. They don't reach out to me. Cause, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't. Unless they're going to reach out to me, I'm not going to put my effort in. Yeah, 100%. Um, yeah. And do you feel as though that the, the changes that you've made within yourself? So this was how, what, what time frame was this? End of 2022? You started doing more running? Yeah, it was 2022 was probably the year where I was consistently running yeah going to the gym five days a week yeah and then I'd run once a week um and I was we would you know we would do the run every Sunday morning and then I'd hang out with them for the day so I just I made so many new friends and just like really positive people yeah really good people to be around um a lot of them didn't even drink at all but they didn't frown upon it if you did yeah like they didn't yeah it's amazing how you can go into from one space where they're so judgmental mm. on the things that you do and then you mm. move into another space mm-hmm. and they're not judgmental about the things that you do yeah so you can tell the type of people that you were surrounding yourself mm. with were a not overly aligned with themselves yeah and not self-aware yeah but they're also like you know a different level of emotional intelligence something yeah. that you know projecting always yeah. you know a lot of the times when people project on us it's never about us. Yeah. It's never about what we've said and done. It's yeah. about how they feel about the things that we've said and done. Yeah. Um, that's obviously not to say that you wouldn't go around hurting other people intentionally, mm. but it's also like, you know, if you're wanting to make positive change within yourself and that triggers someone, it's never in any way about you. Yeah. So, you know, it just goes to show that when you shift into a different type of world mm. where you're making better decisions for you. Yeah. You shift into a world where people are constantly at the level of, I want to make better decisions for myself. Yeah. And you feel more welcomed in. Yeah. You know, you walked into that environment coming from a place where you were feeling really low about yourself and making decisions that weren't 
for your highest good, mm. but you moved into that, you were on your own, but these people welcomed you with open arms yeah. and you felt, and you felt welcome. Yeah. And that's such an amazing thing to experience. Like I can actually do this. Yeah. I'm not alone in this and I'm yeah. supported in this. Yeah. And I think that's like a lot of the times people maybe don't realize is mm. that if you do make a shift and if you do switch something within you, mm. there is going to be a group of individuals or yeah. people in the same space that are going, Hey, yeah. I'm here. I can yeah. help you. Or it's you, wild to you don't that. even need to like ask them for help. Yeah. But you just get what you need out of them. And mm. because they're there to support, because we know we are obviously humans are very social creatures and we love community people as much as people say they'll be on their own community is a massive thing mm. but sometimes you don't even need to talk about things to feel inspired mm. by a group of people or by a space that you're in yeah you know people who are like runners and people who train a lot mm. generally have a lot of high energy because yeah. you're in con- releasing beautiful hormones and they hang out with the same sort of people and you hang out with the same sort of people yeah, yeah. like i don't really hang out with anybody mm. that parties mm. you know like it's it's very like rare for me to want to hang out with people who party. Yeah. Um, and you know, like like yourself, I'll probably I definitely love going to a music festival because I love live music. Yeah. I love enjoying like the live music and the beautiful things about it. But mm-hmm. it's the you know, that party stage. I think my biggest party stage was just COVID. Yeah. yeah that was my same. But COVID was different. <laughs> I was just we were just a holiday for two and a half years. Probably not the biggest, but it did drag on for a while. Yeah, I think it was definitely more the most consistent. Because there was nothing else. Because there's nothing else to do. You know what I mean? But, you know, it was, it was, it's those moments that you go, fuck, like I'm deciding to make these choices. Yeah. Everything is a choice. Yeah. Every single thing is a choice. And, you know, it's your choice how to react to things. It's your choice how to do it. It's your choice to get out of it yeah. or your choice to stay in it, basically. Yeah. And you literally made that leap. And so when you were to say, if you were to look back and you look at Brooke circa 2022 and you look at Brooke right now, Mm. you know, what would you, what would you say the difference between those two girls are Mm. internally? So much. I mean, back then I wasn't even really a positive person. Every little like bad thing that would happen to me, I would just hate the whole world. But now I just... Yeah, completely. I'm just refreshed, basically. Yeah. <laughs> You've always been beautiful to me, but you're definitely yeah. more elevated, beautiful, fresh, beautiful now. So much more positive. Like I find I find silver lining in literally everything now. Yeah. Literally oh, everything. Love that. We've, we've spoken about that before too. Yeah, we have. Like, yeah. Well, and, and we also, we said to ourselves, you know, like everything that happens to us is – because of us you know what I mean like you can't I mean I used to put a lot of the blame on everything that happened to me to everybody else but really everything is on yourself yeah yeah it is if if you're down and you're in a hole and you need to get out of it no one else is going to pick you up and get you up you've got to do it yourself yeah and it's hard yeah Mm. yeah it is hard but you have to you've got to make those choices and you have to know I'm fucking I'm doing this I'm I'm going to start making these decisions because being in a low in a low vibrational state and blaming other people is never going to get out of the way but mm. would you say that when you look at little brooke or brooke circa 2022 and the feeling that you had do you have you ever used that as inspiration to keep going oh 100 yeah all the time yeah all the time like you um, look at 
each level of yourself you're like I'm can I can be a better version this time yeah well there's sometimes where I feel I actually had this discussion the other week I looked at old photos and I was like um I was like oh my god I was so fit there because I was obviously running heaps I don't run as much now but Mm. I was running heaps at the time because I was in a very dark place I was like very fit because you know like I wanted to get out and you know keep my running to make me feel good Mm. but then I look back to where that started before I did that and I was like actually I've come such a long way like so far and I think you know what I actually am doing really good like it it, like I'm never going to get back to that point yeah again yeah but if I ever feel like you know I'm not doing good or if I ever feel like you know like oh my god I haven't been to the gym five times this week like I'm like hang on a minute you never even used to go to the gym yeah <laughs> yeah and yeah. you yeah I mean look at you now like yeah so I do use that a lot yeah that's amazing mm. that's really good that you can use yourself as that inspiration mm. too because a lot of the times we can look back on ourselves and go oh fuck like that's so embarrassing I would I don't want to relate to that person I don't mm. want to you know, I don't want to be associated with that part of me, mm. but that is a part of us for a reason. Yeah. You know, we have a like a lower, darker shadow that mm. we've experienced and we still mm. have within us that lives there and it's a part of our growth. Yeah. It's a part of the reason why you are who you are now. Yeah. You know, had you have not been that version of yourself, would you be this version of yourself? Yeah. You know, it's like honestly going down to the deepest, darkest parts of yourself mm. or going to the deepest, darkest parts of anything and seeing the light and rising from it. That's yeah. true alchemy and it's fine. It's that it's like working with the shadow, working with you. And I think mm-hmm. that when people hear, can hear a story like that and go, I actually can do it. Mm-hmm. But if I was to ask you, you know, if you're watching this and if you're, you know, girl or guy, whatever, and you're in a place where you are surrounded by people who only support you when you're drinking Mm. um if you're just looking out for like the next kind of like substance event that you can go to Mm. and just you're just unhappy because let's face it you you all are what would you say to them well like what like what would you say to these people what's like a piece of advice that you could be like giving them well i would always say you know it's temporary you can't do this for the rest of your life um Mm. and yeah, like alcohol alcohol will make you feel good for a short amount of time, but mm-hmm. you're it's not going to always be there and it will wear off. And you know, like there is one point that you're obviously not happy and you know, you need to get to that point where you're like, mm-hmm. okay, I need to get myself out of this. There is something that I need to do if it's, you know, unfollowing people on Instagram because you see it every day, you're scrolling every day. Start following people that actually inspire you. Start mm-hmm. hanging out with people that inspire you, you know. Hang out with people that want to go to the gym, do a run, not people that want to go drink at the pub every afternoon after work. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Um. Yeah, and I'll basically say that, you know, there's always there's always a way out. This is not forever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, you just need to make that switch. And as scary, mm-hmm. it is, scary as it is, it's possible. It is. It's definitely it's, possible. I, I love that what you said. You, like you're literally tuning your digital algorithm and tuning your physical algorithm mm. to a more healthier, 
better way of living mm. if you're surrounding yourself with the good things and you'll eventually mm. you'll eventually find your way out mm. and, I, and I love that that's yeah and you've come a long way and I'm so proud of you and I've watched it mm. and, I've, and I've loved it and I'm really like glad that I could you know we could share this with other people because you know a lot of people do run to drinking and they do run yeah. to substances and think they just can't get their way out but to be honest with you if I could jump in with a little bit of a tip if there's anyone who is telling you that the good choices that you are making are boring if you are not fun because you don't drink these are not your friends and they never ever will be and you are only convenient and fun when you are drinking so you know just see if see how much they're going to call you um when you have done a bunch of runs or how you have achieved something you know how many times they're going to call you so there's there's a place for people like that but as you grow and you evolve and you start to awaken more into yourself mm-hmm. into your body becoming better alignment um you, the world is more beautiful now you'll find more silver linings and yeah. you'll find more people that will support that oh 100% yay oh my God, thank you for being on the show <laughs> <laughs> my first interview is so excited um this has been amazing and look I'm going to put Brooke's Instagram down if you guys want to follow her fitness journey because she does post amazing fitness videos and it's so inspiring um daily she's always she's always posting like really cool workouts and stuff and she's just got a beautiful way of doing it and She's a really got a really down to earth, relatable way of doing it. She doesn't make you like when you watch a video. She doesn't make you feel like you're less than her or you're not as fit as her. But she just makes it seem so beautiful and relatable and easy to follow as well. So give her a follow. I'll put her. It's really nice. Really nice. <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> um, I'll put her Instagram in the bio, and I hope you guys have a beautiful day. Mwah.